More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a shh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney it's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Porotzka with you today. Minnesota Tim, did you watch the big match? The, uh, la- what do they call that thing? The uh, tailor-made Driving, driving relief. relief. Yes, the tailor-made driving relief. Hank. Oh, I mean, my gosh. I was glued to it. I was glued. Oh, must-watch TV, Hank. Must-watch TV. <laughs> they had it everywhere. It was on the Golf Channel. It was on NBC. It was on NBC Sports. I mean, they've got nothing else to put on anymore, so they just ran it everywhere. Oh, hey, boy. they raised about $5 million for charity, a little over. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You think that's good? I mean, I would expect the Tiger Peyton Manning one to do a little bit better. Yeah, what do you think they're going to do? Ooh, I would bet that they go like 12, 13 million. They're, they're starting off at 13 million. They haven't even started uh, dialing in for dollars like you know everybody did. So I won't go over. I'm playing prices right rules. I will not go over. Okay. <laughs> over 20, would you go? Uh, over 20, man. No, I'm not going to say over 20. No, I think they're going to raise $20 million. 20 million. Yeah. That's your number. That's what I think. Hmm. That's a big one. I mean, the audience is going to be so much bigger. I would think, I don't know. It's on TNT. You think that's going to make a difference? 
Uh, yeah, I would say this so. This was NBC. This was NBC. Yeah, I mean, they're cable cutting, you know, TNT. A lot of people don't even know how to find TNT. What is it, 245, 248? I don't know what it is. 245 on direct TV, yeah. Yeah, something like that. How about you? You're, you're, you're watching on your computer. You don't even have a TV. Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? Are you gonna be? Isn't that great? Are you gonna be? Are you are you cord cutter? I am, yeah. But I was watching the I was watching the great driving relief at my parents' house. Okay. So they do you went have, over there. Did you go over there specifically to watch it there? No, I was I was at their house over the weekend. Okay. Uh, what did you What did you think of the driving relief? Well, besides Matthew Wolf's dominance in the driving <laughs> relief, um, he did drive. He did drive it long. Did yeah, you see that? I mean. I wasn't even focused on that, Hank. What I was really focused on is on how he encouraged Ricky Fowler to putt so many great putts. I called it. I called on Ricky Fowler being the best putter. Yes, you did. I did not call it on the victory though. The last, uh, the the it went down to the playoff. The last uh, shot closest to the pin. I didn't know that's the way they were going to end it. Closest to the pin. I was thinking before that. I was thinking the stupidest bet in the world would be in a skins game. With the last hole being worth five hundred thousand dollars, that you that you bet, a, you know, you take somebody with long odds, uh, like uh, Rory and and DJ were. And when I say long odds, you know, the odds were they were overwhelming favorites. But I, I thought that the the bet would be to take the the other side. I mean, it, it really came to, came down to the last shot. Rory hitting the. Closest to the pinch, I had the last shot, number one player in the world, coming through in the clutch. Uh, your man, Matthew Wolf, had hit a good shot in there. He was getting ready to be the hero. Closest to the pin. They were going for the uh, CDC or whatever. I don't know. One team was going for the CDC. The other team was going for the Nurses Association. Uh, obviously, both great causes. But I thought that uh, it comes down to the last shot. At that point, I'm thinking to myself, the I wonder what the odds would be. The line would be on this shot that Rory from 121 yards, wind blowing, pressure situation. Not exactly like winning a major or something, but uh, so he, he said he was nervous. Uh, what would the odds be that he was going to get it inside of Matthew Wolf? I didn't think they were great, hmm. but he did it. He did it. Well, what would what were you betting? Did you think Rory was going to do it? Um. Yeah, I did. He was the number one player in the world. There, I, I did get a tweet, Hank, and I, I would. Uh, this one comes from Aaron, and he told me to make sure I told you this. So Aaron okay. told me, he sent me a direct message. He goes, he thinks this was a little rigged because Rory McIlroy is an NBC spokesperson. Well, it definitely was rigged. But what part was rigged? What, I mean, it was a rigged uh, commercial for TaylorMade and for Rory and his NBC and the whole thing. That was that, that probably, that, that wasn't a rigged finish that Rory would win. I don't know, Hank. They didn't measure. <laughs> they didn't measure, Hank. Well, it looked like from the uh, TV angle that Matthew Wolf was probably closer, but I don't think it was, I don't think it was actually close because I, I like uh, Azinger said, usually the ball that's pin high is the closest and it's just a little deceptive when you looked on it. But, but, but that it is interesting that they didn't put up the, the numbers. Why wouldn't they put up the yardage, you know, like a 22 feet versus 24 feet or something like that. Right. They're both good shots, two yeah. good shots. What, what part fascinated you the most? Oh my God! You know what the you know you know what the the part that fascinated me the most was at the beginning of the match 
I, and I was watching on the Golf Channel, and on the first two holes, that Jerry Foltz, my buddy, okay, <laughs> yeah, my buddy Jerry Foltz, the guy that hates me to death, okay, uh, Jerry Foltz is calling the shots, okay, as they're they're teeing off, like Dustin Johnson's teeing off, Roy McIlroy's teeing off, and he's calling the shots. And what fascinated me the most is there was something wrong with the timing. In other words, the picture and the audio weren't synced up. So Jerry Foltz, and he seemed to be a little hyped up too, Jerry Foltz was announcing the shot like a second before the ball was hit. It was like a split second before the ball was hit. Like like right before Rory McIlroy makes contact, Jerry Foltz says, this is a good one. And then, and then you see the the tracer after that. I mean, he like like he like he made an early call, and then it's somehow either they fixed it or the uh, they told him in his headset, "Hey, just delay your call just a second. There's something off with there." I don't know if I was the only one that noticed this or not, but hey, this was this this just fascinated me. I'm like, he's calling the shots before they've hit it. There's something wrong. There's something off with their timing. I, the whole production was just horrific. Horrific. I mean, horrific. I, I thought it was terrible. Hmm. Awful. Uh, production-wise, production-wise. I, I, I can't imagine when they, uh, they do the, the thing, the Tiger and Phil and, and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, that they're going to have that kind of a weak production. I, th- I thought it was just a, a very weak. They did have the shot tracer out there thing, so you could see where the ball was going. But, but in the, And they were bragging on the fact or I don't know if they're bragging on it or amazing or mentioned it. I don't, I don't know if this was a plus or a minus. I don't know that they had six cameras. I mean, they followed the ball okay, but a couple times they didn't. A couple times you didn't know where it went. A couple times the announcers didn't know where it went. Of course, the announcers weren't on site. They were at the PGA Tour. What did they call it? The media something, production something. I mean, it's a, they got a new thing going where the PGA Tour is is – producing everything and directing everything from their headquarters anyway. And it's just, uh, I I thought, I thought it was kind of a, a a weird deal really. Yeah. I I, I, I just thought, I thought the production quality, well, I I got a whole bunch more stuff on my list of of production quality stuff. Uh, Let me think, where should I start? How about the, they were using an airplane. Okay, now sometimes they have a a balloon up there or a blimp. Okay, they got a blimp up there, and they're shooting the you know pictures from the blimp. But rather than renting a blimp, which was probably you know cost prohibitive, or I don't know how the blimp works. Maybe the blimp people fly the blimp and they give them a plug and they say this is the you know Goodyear blimp or the whatever kind of blimpy blimp or whatever it is. They got the blimp up there, and they give them a plug, and then maybe they do it for free. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but anyway, they didn't have a blimp, so they hired an airplane to fly around up there. And you could hear the airplane whenever they were doing the shot from the airplane. You could hear the airplane, like above the guy. I thought that was weird too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I paid so much attention to to, to this stuff, but it's just I, I just. 
I kind of thought this was going to be the way this was this deal was going to be. I thought this is going to be, and they announced, you know, okay, it's different. They have Mike Tirico from Michigan in his house. They had Azinger and uh, who else? They have? Coach. Gary. Azinger and Gary Koch or Rich Lerner. I, where was Rich Lerner? I don't know. Where, where, where were all these guys? They, they were uh, Rich Lerner and Azinger and Koch were at the St. Augustine PGA Tour Entertainment Studio, wherever that is. And then Jerry Fultz and Steve Sands, Sandsy, they were at Seminole. So that's the way they did it, which which is a you know I mean, it's kind of a cheap way to do it, but it's not necessarily that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know. You wonder maybe why they you know they they they, they kind of do the European tour like that. When you watch the European tour on uh, Golf Channel and they're doing tournaments, they they have the feed and they got just two guys. And then maybe one other guy that's doing, I don't know, an on-course or interview. But but they just got two guys. And they're like in a booth somewhere watching it. And they and then they're announcing it. Which is kind of like, which is kind of like the same thing you have like when, when Sirius XM does a broadcast. I mean, they've got the guys on the ground following the groups. But then don't they have like, they, they got two guys in the studio. Isn't that the way it works? Yes. Yeah. They have yeah. about three or four guys on the ground and then... Two or three guys in studio as well. Yeah, no, it's a way. It's a way to save money. I'm, I'm sure they're they're trying to, you know, figure out a way to do that too. Right. All right. So, so that was different. Um, we had the interviews. We had the TV uh, shot from the plane with the noise of the plane flying overhead. We had the, uh, you know, interviews on the golf course. So the one interview when they had. Uh, Dunn, they, uh, uh, Jimmy Dunn, or what, 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 what? I forget what it was. I think that's what it is. He's the president of Seminole, and they were interviewing him. He didn't, and they didn't have any audio, and it was like it went on for like fifteen seconds with no audio, which was weird. I mean, nobody said, "Hey, let's start over." Or, we got a little audio problem. We'll be right back to you. Mood. I'm sure that's partly see see this is this is how it's this is how it's it's going to be different see i the tour is doing something with their broadcast where they want to control everything and this was their first time to do it this is what my understanding is so i think things are going to be a little weird maybe for a while maybe forever who knows but that was weird did you see that the deal with uh they interviewed uh mike trico interviewed bill murray from his house that yeah. was that was Oh my God, that was priceless. Okay, so Bill Murray never done Skype before, which was he was pretty funny, you know. Although with the Skype, it's tough because there's a delay, and invariably every time you see a Skype interview, although they've gotten kind of good at it on, on some of the news channels, but uh, usually when they have a Skype interview, which is what they're doing a lot now because of the uh, you know pandemic and the quarantining and everything, and everybody's staying in their house, so they're they're setting up on Skype, and on Skype there's this delay. They get a lot of instances where guys are talking over one another, and that happened like all the time during the Mike. You know, Mike Tirico is, is is like he's the pros pro, but you know, it was a Skype interview, and Bill Murray had like they, he asked him, "Have you ever done Skype?" And he said, "No, I haven't. Never done Skype." And it was his first guy, and he had the cam- <laughs> the camera like all sideways or something. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was the highlight. A lot of people love that interview. 
Well, I mean, I kind of liked it too because I like Bill Murray. But but they he had the cameras all sideways, and then and then Mike Tirico said, "Well, yeah, have you ever done Skype? No, and I never did." Well, he said, "Could you move over a little bit? And just yeah, stay right about there for the whole interview. You, you'll be you'll be good." I mean, it was. I mean, it it just wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's twenty twenty, Tim. I mean, yeah. you just you know, it's like. But we are in in you know weird weird times. I thought that was was pretty interesting too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the great part about Bill Murray, Hank, is that he has Minnesota ties to the great state. He oh um, gosh, he's a go. part owner of the of the baseball team called the Saint Paul Saints, just a little city team here, and uh, he he owns part of that. Do, so. Have you ever been to a Saint Paul Saints game? I have not. Really. Yeah, but they built the as stadium. Big a, as big as you are in the Minnesota sports, you don't seem to attend many games. I'm a TV watcher. I like to watch on TV. You don't have a TV, Tim. <laughs> I'm a computer on TV watcher. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Maybe you should think about getting a TV. Get you a big screen. Get an 80-inch or put it right there in the closet, <laughs> and uh, you can pretend like you're there. I won't have any room. Put it, take up the whole room. Get a projection screen in your closet apartment, and uh, you can just pretend like you're sitting in the stands. Not a bad idea. <laughs> not a bad, not a bad idea. Did Matthew Wolf look a little, a little, a little out of place on this deal? Absolutely not. I was a little surprised <laughs> oh, that they. I, I was, I was a little offended that they put the the likes of Rory, DJ, and uh, Ricky with Matthew Wolf. I mean, come on, he's in another <laughs> all right. league. All right, all right, <laughs> we'll take a break and hear from our our sponsors, and we'll be right back and we'll uh, delve into that t- topic a little bit. More than a movie is back with season two of the award winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so Tim, you were proud of uh, Matthew Wolf because he's he won your tournament in Minnesota, the 3M Open. You're a big Matthew Wolf fan. What did you think of uh, what did you think of his his performance? Where it was he looked he said he was a little nervous at the start, playing with the big boys. Rory, they introduced Rory, they introduced DJ, number one, former number one, go through all of uh, Rory's statistics, you know. All's, Major championship winner. Uh, how many is he? He's, how many is he won? Four, five times, five majors or whatever. Four, he's, four, four. Okay, four majors. Uh, one more than Spieth, but he's on his way for the uh, you know career Grand Slam, which only you know a handful of players have, have gotten. Uh, that that's a that's a big deal. And then uh, they were talking about how you know he's won uh, two Varden trophies, which is is you know a pretty or three. I don't know what he's won. He's won a lot of Varden trophies. That's a big deal, um, which is for the lowest scoring average. It's one of the things that that people like, you know, they they, they covet that. I mean, that's a that's a that's a big deal, and uh, you know, he's he's got that on his on his uh, on his resume and all his, his his victories. And then you got DJ with all his victories, twenty victories. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. You got the you know number one. Rory, you know, number one, DJ, DJ, former number one, Rory, number one, number one for over 100 weeks. Only only uh, two other players are over 100 weeks. Which are, one of them is Tiger, which is like he's so far over 100 weeks. He's, it's just like, a, you know, in a different stratosphere. But anyway, they 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 talked about that. And then you've got, uh, you know, DJ being the number one. And then they got then they introduced uh, Ricky, five tour wins. Uh, and uh, the up and coming uh, Matthew Wolf, the up and coming. Yeah, I mean, all I need to do, Hank, is read his comments in this latest Golf Digest article. Um, a couple, a couple of days, <laughs> Golf, Golf Digest did a feature on Matthew Wolf, and oh, really? this puts it clear cut. No other words need to be uttered. Matthew Wolf says, "I'm definitely good enough to be with these guys. I've proven it." And in a short amount of time. Mm. Well, he did win his, what did he win? His like third. Uh, third of, start. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Not many guys can say that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know though. They they interviewed, did you see they interviewed John Rahm? And, I did uh, see that. Yeah. Okay. So he, he wanted everybody to know that the reason he wasn't playing is because he's in Arizona 
And those guys are, I guess those guys are all in Florida. So not only are they all tailor-made guys, but they're all, all in Florida. DJ's there. Rory's there. I didn't know Matthew Wolf was there. Matthew Wolf, I thought was, I know he's from California, but maybe he's living in Florida now. You know, most of the guys moved to Florida so they can they can get out of paying state income tax. And so maybe he maybe he lives there. Maybe that was a deal. And Ricky, I know, is, is there too. So those those guys are there. And that's why they didn't have John Rahm, who's number two in the world. They didn't have John Rahm, who's also a tailor-made guy. They didn't have John Rahm because he would have to go from Arizona to Florida and travel. And, you know, nobody wants to wants to do that right now. That, and he said he decided along with, with TaylorMade, which that, that was that was interesting. I mean, it was, a, you know, it was a good interview, I guess, for John Rahm. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a it was just a uh, a time for John Rahm to explain why he wasn't there. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it was. You know, I don't know. It's, it's all the same. And it's just it's I mean, I found it. Like to be, I, I, I don't know. I have to, I have to be honest with you. I, I don't know how people watch this stuff. I watch it. I don't. Know, I watch it all the time. I, I'm, I'm asking myself while I'm watching. I'm like, how am I watching this? I mean, what am I doing? This is like four hours of my life. I can't get back. I enjoyed it. <laughs> what, what do you enjoy about it? I mean, they, they're playing for all this money. They keep talking about all the money. This is worth this much. This is worth that much. Somewhere it's. It, it, it's not worth anything. Nobody's playing for anything. They're out there just playing. I know. That's why I <sighs> liked it. It looked like a bunch of professional players playing like average guys. Dustin Johnson put about four or five in the water. I <laughs> he mean, did not put. He did not put four or five in the water. These guys you couldn't hit chip shots. I, you exaggerate worse than I do. <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. These guys couldn't hit chip shots. They were dubbing chips. They dubbing? were. Yeah, <laughs> you, should an, you should be an announcer. You, we should have an announcer. You should be announcing a golf tournament. You could say like once in a while, oh, that was a dub. Yeah. Explain what a dub is. Did you see Rory McIlroy's? He had two chips. He had a two chip. Did you see that? Was that a dub? That was a dub. <laughs> he was right off the green and he hit his ball about three feet. I didn't see that one. I don't know. I must oh, have, been, I must have been getting a uh a, a Diet Coke out of the refrigerator or something. I can't believe I missed it. Oh I man, it a, was a dub. A, the whole thing like was 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 just like oh painful. I mean, no, yeah, oh, it was so great. This I, much. We're no. playing for this much. We're playing for this much. This hole's worth a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, it doesn't. It's all the money's going to charity. How do you right. pick one good charity over the other? CDC, whatever that is. You know, that's the uh, what is that? The disease control or you know, I don't know, where they research everything. Okay, that's a, the, they have that foundation. Then they had the nurses. So, I mean, it's all, you know, how do you pick? I mean, what, you know, there's so many people hurting from this uh, pandemic that, I mean, you could just give it to anything and it would be great cause. So what difference does it make? I mean, what, what, what you know, what, what, I mean, I guess you're cheering harder for uh, Rory and, uh, and, Matthew, because they're benefiting the CDC Foundation, or you're cheering harder for the nurses, uh, American Nurses Foundation. The only people that are they, that are, could care less are the people that are, uh, you know, the heads of those foundations. Well, birdies and eagles count towards that charity, <laughs> so they need to make birdies and eagles. 
I, I understand. I mean, it's great. And, like, you know, it's great for charity. It's I, I get it. But it, here's the problem that they've got on these things. N- nobody cares. It's just like, it's like, how do you create interest? This whole skins game thing is so yesterday. It's so beyond and gone. It's just, it's just, you know, see, back, I remember when I used to watch the skins game back in the day. Okay, you know, doing, you know, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Gary Player, Lee Trevino. I mean, they, they had the whole skins game thing going. And it was incredible. And, and they were, you know, playing for $15,000 a hole. And, you know, you couldn't imagine how much money that, w- that was. And, you know, the last hole is worth 150000 And, you know, then they, they played it and they kept making the purse higher. But now these guys make so much money. I don't think there's any amount of money that you could put on a skins game and none. I don't think there's a number you could put that would get people's interest. I don't, I don't think, I mean, if the, if the last hole was worth $20 million, I don't think it would, I don't think people would, would have any interest in it. I don't know. You would do, would you be more interested in watching that? I mean, okay, let me put it this way. It, does the amount of money they're playing for on, on any hole change your attitude about watching it or how you feel about it or are you like nervous cheering for your team because they they have a chance to win 20 million or knowing that if they don't win the 20 million it goes to another charity for 20 i mean what 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 number would get you interested i I don't think there is a number Hmm. tell me what what i enjoyed hank actually to be honest with you i enjoyed it when they tied three or four holes in a row you did yeah, and there was a $500,000 skin on it. Like, what, what difference does it make, Tim? It's $500,000. It's going to one great charity or another great charity. I don't know. It was just interesting to see who you would win it. You thought that was interesting. I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, we oh, haven't geez. watched sports for three God. months. I haven't watched sports for three months. You call that sports? I call it somewhat sports. <laughs> Gosh. I don't know. I just, I just think the skins game, the the whole format of the skins game thing, and the what it's worth, and this hole's worth this, and this hole's worth that. I love the one Sansy comment. Oh my gosh, it was just priceless, priceless. Let's go down to Steve Sands. Let's go down to Steve Sands. So they throw it down to Steve Sands. He comes with it. Could be worth a ton of money. If you get a birdie on 16, four skins could be worth $400,000, and this could be a lot of fun. <laughs> what? What? How's that going to be a lot of fun? It's just He's a, building it. He's building the anticipation. <laughs> I mean, it just it made me just it almost made me laugh. I mean, it's just such a it's it's such a you know, it's just a I don't get it. And then it's like the last hole was worth a million dollars. It's going to one charity or the other. Both charities are great. What charity, you know, is, is greater. They're both great. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't matter. It's going to a good cause. It's nice. It's a lot of money. Raise a lot of money. A million dollars is going to a charity. I get it. Okay. Uh, and um, and it comes with this should be a blast to watch. Was that a blast to watch? The last uh, The last shot? I, it was a blast to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know. I just I must have missed it. I must have been. A, are you sure you watched the same thing I did? <laughs> I I did watch the same thing. <laughs> Here's what I enjoyed, Hank. I Here's what I text. Enjoyed. I got people texting me all the time that are diehard golf fans. I mean, like one text after another. This is brutal. 
this is terrible. This is awful. Ah, yeah. they're out to lunch. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody liked it because yeah, I, I liked it. It was good. What do you think the ratings were? We'll find out. But what do you think the ratings were? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say the ratings are higher than most PGA Tour events. Oh come on, damn! Why? I'm being serious. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. It was. I bet the ratings were higher than the Century oh. and the Sony Open. I bet the ratings are higher than most PGA Tour events. Not a major, but higher than most PGA Tour events. You really think that? Yes. Higher? You think you think the ratings on this were higher than the Sony Open and the Century Open? Well, first off, the Century and the Sony Open are only on the Golf Channel. Yeah, so it's a good oh, okay. point. Well, so there's nobody's watches. Nobody even gets the Golf Channel. Exactly. So I feel like my point is valid. Well, that could be, but it's on because it's on NBC. I think you got to factor that in. I bet it's on okay, a main network. I'll, all right, I'll I'll change it. I bet the rating for this will be higher than the Genesis Open. Oh no way! Oh yeah, baby. No way. I don't think so. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. doubt that. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, that, that'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Did you? Did I? You know. I mean, it was. I don't know. Did you like the uh, the, the the players uh, carrying their own bags? Yes, I love that. And they did their own like laser pointer. And I mean, I think this could be an argument for getting rid of PGA Tour caddies. Oh boy, you're not making any friends there. No, no, no. no. Well, Steve Johnson thinks that uh, PGA Tour caddies the most important uh, position of all of, in all professional sports. More important than a manager, a general manager, a team doctor, a umpire, anything. I, I mean, a, a, a trainer, a, a, a coach, a, a, a whatever, physical therapist, anything. Steve, you know, you name it. Uh, Steve Johnson thinks the, the caddy is the most important position in all of professional sports other than the player. And you're, so, and you're going to get rid of the caddies? You don't think they need them? Like, the guys didn't read the greens very good. Yeah, they were getting, they were rusty. They were rusty. I, I, rusty. I, I get it. I'm going to tell you, okay, when we come back, I'm going to tell you the thing that, that uh, drove me the most crazy. I know okay. what it is. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see if you can guess it when we, when we come back. Yeah, you, you may be able to guess it. You've heard me talk enough. But we'll, 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 we'll see if, if, if you're right on. We'll take a little, little break. Hear from our, our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. You've got aches and pains. Voodoo Pain Relief Cream will help you. Uh, I played a lot of pickleball this weekend. I got some serious exhibit. Matter of fact, I woke up last night with like hopped, you know, hopping right out of bed with a huge cramp. I mean, I drank so much water and, and electrolytes while I was playing yesterday. It's a little warm, Tim, I got to admit, in Scottsdale. But I was uh, cramping up last night in the middle of my sleep. I put on my uh, voodoo uh, sports cream. You know, it's for cramping too, and I, I rubbed it in my leg, and I was good to go. Man, it works fast. I was, I was, I was impressed with that. So anyway, it works for a lot of things: arthritis pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. You can try it out free, two week supply. Just go to voodoopainrelief.com. We'll be right back on the Hank and podcast. More than a movie is back with season two of the award winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, you want to you want to guess first, or what? What drove me the most crazy at, at the uh, TaylorMade driving relief match uh, uh, yesterday on TV? You want to yes, guess? I do. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I don't then? even. I don't even think this is a guess. I, I, you, you're you're positive. You're right on this. Yes. You know how you give the book it guarantee, lock yeah. it in that this type of thing. It. This, this is, is one is of it. those. Okay. So okay. All right. Th- so during this, you're thing, feeling confident. You're feeling very <laughs> confident. Yeah, I'm strutting down the 18th fairway with a four shot lead right now. Um, plus I'm not Tommy Fleetwood who puts it in the water. All right. So, um, so during the, during golf tournaments, was not Fleetwood's stuff. best shot. Fleetwood's a drawer <laughs> of the golf ball. It was a fade shot. He tr- had the, had the, had the cojones to at least try the shot that he's been practicing. He didn't pull it off. That does not mean he's a choker. Okay, go ahead. All right. All right. Um, so 
there, while I watch these things, Hank, I, I, I text myself notes and things. Okay. Instead of writing them down, I text myself. And yeah. let me read this text message that I texted myself. Okay. I said, there's always a slant in the green that shouldn't have been there. 95% <laughs> of putts tour players don't think they miss. They're looking at the green. They're pointing at it. They're wondering why it didn't break left when it should have broke left. Yeah. That's yeah. what I wrote down in my yeah. phone and texted yeah. myself. Yeah, you're 100% right. You oh, right. it feels so good. <laughs> well, that was a lock. That was a lock. You're right. And the, the waving, the waving. Okay, so you've got everybody mic'd up, right? Yes. Everybody's mic'd up. You're going to get some great stuff. Everybody's mic'd up. They're going to be talking to one another or whatever. You know, DJ mumbles a few words every once in a while. Uh, Matthew Wolf, I don't even think he spoke. Okay, barely. Uh, Ricky said a couple things, and Rory tried to, you know, carry the load, number one player in the world, but he barely spoke to. But there, the, all the discussion you heard on the microphones was. I thought that broke more. I thought that broke less. I thought that broke this way. I thought that broke that way. I'm like, <laughs> and you watch the guys pointing with their arms, Tim, like, wait, you know, like they point to the right. Like, I can't believe that went right. And then they point to left. I thought it was going to go left. It's like, it's like, I don't think one of these guys has ever missed a putt in their life. <laughs> DJ's yeah, like, DJ wasn't pointing though. He was missing. Oh my gosh, he was missing. He was shoving his putts to the right so bad. But every but Roy, but Ricky and Roy, they're pointing, 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 point to the left, point to the right. Thought it was going to go right, point to the left, and it went left. Point to the left, I thought it was going to go left, point to the right. Oh, it went right. Point, you know, point, 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 point. And when they leave it short, they don't have anywhere to point. You know, I mean, I guess they say, "Oh, I thought it was going to be faster than it was." I mean, it's just like it's always something. It just, it's just like. And that's all we heard. That was the whole deal. Other than that, we heard uh, they had, well, okay, this was weird too on the production thing. They got them all mic'd up and you can't hear anything. And then they've got uh, Fultz and Sansy telling you what the players said while you weren't, you know, while we weren't listening. <laughs> No, I'm serious. He goes, hey, hey, uh, you know, hey, hey, uh, uh, Matthew Wolf just told, uh, looked over at DJ and said, is this considered a waste bunker? And that's a, you know, jab at, at DJ for when DJ, you know, hit out of the, thought it was a waste bunker or something, and he grounded his club at this was at Whistling Straits, and it, you know, it cost him the PJ Championship. I mean, I don't think DJ found it to be funny at all. Uh, and Matthew Wolf, meanwhile, sitting in a hole over there in the in the uh, in the sand pit over there in the in the palm trees, and then he hits the next one that goes straight. Now he's like he's like he's on a, playing a different golf course, and he's throwing in a dart at, at at DJ. The guy's won one tournament. DJ's won. 20 when every year he's been on tour and including a major former world number one. I mean, really? I'm like, I'm like, you won the three I'm open. I know you're, you know, like you're trying to be funny, whatever you're trying to be. I mean, I, that's what, that's what Fultz or who, whoever it was. One of them said that, you know, he said that. And then they made another comment about something else. He said, I don't know. The whole thing was weird. I, I can't believe you liked that thing. <laughs> I just no, like the I'm players serious. carrying their bags. It was, I don't you know. You like that part? 
It was a very casual round. I felt like I was watching professional golfers play like they were average golfers. Shorts? You like shorts? They were ca- yes, I do love shorts. Yeah, I kind of yeah. I I I actually, I actually kind of like the carry in the bag. Uh, I like the... I didn't, I didn't. I like the shorts too. Bill Murray made it. Bill Murray made a comment on that. He says, "I've never understood black long pants when it's a hundred degrees outside." Right. It's just yeah, a common I mean, sense thing. I mean, think it'll ever happen? Think it'll ever happen on the PGA Tour? They they allow it in practice rounds now. Do you think it'll ever happen that they'll allow shorts on the PGA Tour? Yes, in like a hundred years. <laughs> hundred years. That's probably about how long it'll take. As quick as right. they change, probably about yeah, hundred years. Yeah. Well, here's the deal here. Here's what I really liked about the broadcast, okay? So you got four PGA Tour players, number one, number five, number 27, and like 110 in the world. (laughs) What what I really enjoyed, Hank, is that... (laughs) What seems out of place? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Number one. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Just just kidding. Um, What I really enjoyed, Hank, is that these PGA Tour players... There's always this idea in my head that a lot of them, not everyone, but a lot of them are prima donnas. They're prima donnas. Like they just are entitled. They feel like they're bigger than everything else. And while I was watching that broadcast tank, they just seem like four regular average guys playing golf. And I enjoyed watching that. Really? Did you did you think the same thing when Rory was uh, pontificating about uh, President Trump and the you know over the weekend or whatever he, you know whatever he was saying there? Guys, not even guys, not even from our country. Yeah, I know, I saw that. But at the same I mean, time, little, did you, you yeah. thought he was a regular guy there? I mean, it, it no, me, you know, <laughs> no, that's a little weird, wasn't it? I mean, seriously, are you are you are you not even from the United States? And she sure make a lot of money over here, though. You sure enjoy living here. I'm like, wow. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm like, uh, I, I just, I, I, I find that to be I, like, I, I don't, I don't understand. You know, they, they need to learn from Michael Jordan. You know, you know his his comment when they about all that political stuff, and he goes, Republicans buy uh, sneakers too. I don't think, uh, and I don't know why Rory would. He puts his foot in his mouth a lot. I mean, why would he do that? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, you're, you're, I don't, I don't. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you, you know, I mean, do people not realize? I mean, I, I don't care who you like voted for, but but do people not realize that half the country voted one way and half the country voted the other way? I mean, why would you put yourself out there like that? It's crazy, especially when you're not even lit. You're not even from here. You're not an American citizen. I don't let that. Uh, he didn't win any any, any uh, fans with that deal. Maybe maybe he won him back with his his shot uh, the, on the uh, on the playoff hole. I don't know. Maybe that maybe they won everybody back. The huge shot. <laughs> yeah, million dollars for charity. Million, was, you know, you can go to one charity or the other. It's hard to find something to play for. I don't know what they could play for that would matter to all these guys that have. So much money and, you know, and, you know, like if they, like, I, you know, my way, I was talking about, you know, if they play for $20 million, it wouldn't matter. If they play for $20 million and people would say, why, why, why are those guys playing for $20 million? They don't need the money. Give the money to charity. They kind of said that last year at the, at the uh, FedEx cup, they're saying, isn't $10 million a little or $15 million or whatever they got. Isn't that a little bit oh, oh, too much to be paying for 
like one tournament? I mean, do they really need to pay $15 million? Why don't they give some money to charity? Ah. Well, I guess they give they did give money to charity. They give they gave five million. It was good. I mean that that part's good. I think that's great. Yeah. So so what do you think? Are they supposed to cancel next week because this week didn't go well? No, next week's gonna next week the it's gonna be interesting. I mean, first off, the production value is gonna next week with uh Tiger and Phil and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be some talking. There's not going to be mumbling, hey, I thought it was going to break this way. It broke that way. Uh, can't believe it broke this way. Can't believe it broke that way. I mean, that that's like I, I, the one shot I loved was was when uh, DJ hit a chip. And you can see from the, the cameras on the back of the green and, you know, the green clearly slopes to the bunker on the right. And DJ hits a chip right of the hole. And Rory's like, break, 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 break. And the, 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 Rory had the, the putt from the other side of the hole, uh, you know, after that. And the, and the ball broke a foot to the left. But uh, coming the other way, he, he thinks if he cheers it enough, it's going to break to the right. I mean, it's just it's, there wasn't any conversation that meant anything. None. So I think there'll be conversation that, that you know, you can enjoy. Peyton Manning is a, is a, is a quick wit. Uh, Brady will get in there right with him. Uh, you know, they, they all love to trash talk. Tiger loves to trash talk. He loves it. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't know if, you know, Phil loves it. May, you know, may, I, I just, there'll be more than we saw here. And, you know, the announcers, they, they need that. They need to have it where they're, they're not taking it like, you know, so serious. Like it's like, it's the U S open, like rich learner can't do anything, but take it serious. Like it's the U S open. I'm surprised he didn't, you know, start telling us how, you know, Rory's going to win all or, you know, this, or Rory's going to win that. Cause he hit that last shot or, you know, Ricky Fowler's going to win, you know, a major this year because he won the, you know, remember when he won the hero get together and they got all fired up. I mean, that's like a hero get together and Bahamas is nothing, anything like a PGA Tour course, or certainly not a major championship tour course, but yet somehow when a guy wins that, they get all excited that they're going to win everything. I mean, at least I didn't have to listen to that. But I think it'll be. I think the 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 match, you know, will be good. I think they'll raise a, a, a bunch more money. You know, it'll probably be like they'll probably raise over twenty million dollars. Uh, I know they got thirteen before the thing even starts. Uh, this this match raised five million. Uh, Tiger, Phil, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning already got thirteen already uh, booked in, so they're working their way from there. I think they'll they'll raise a lot of money. I think it'll be interesting. I'm I'm interested to see, you know, what kind of shots the the eight handicappers hit that are great athletes, and you know, and I'm interested. Obviously, everybody's interested to see what Tiger does. So yeah, I think it. I, it's not even going to be close. It's going to be going to be way better. Production value is going to be better. They're spending a lot of money on production. I know that. Uh, this was, uh, you know, they didn't spend a lot of money on this thing. So it showed, in my opinion. Anyway, I know you loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no words. Just. Amazing. Yeah, you loved it. Yeah. I got some more stuff for this later. On a, later this week, I got some extra good stuff. Right, yeah. Okay. Well we'll, well, we'll we'll get into it some more. Um, you know, it's just it, 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 it's I didn't disappoint me because I knew what it was going to be. I knew I knew exactly what it was going to be. 
Oh, but, just great, great. Man, but you know, it's the same thing. Like I, I told my friend, I said, there's these, there's these, there's core golfers like me that are just hardcore. They'll watch anything that's golf. Okay. And there's a certain amount of people that are like that. They'll watch it. Like there's 26 million golfers in the United States, but there's like 750,000 golfers that buy golf equipment. You know, everybody would say there's 26 million golfers in, in the United States. Yeah, but there's 750,000 people that that will, you know, buy the latest and greatest and, and they'll, you know, per, they're purchasers. It's kind of the same thing. I mean, there's a, there's a certain amount of golf. Now, like I've got a friend that's, a, that's an absolute golf. He said, I thought it was really good. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Seriously? And, and he's, I said, that's because you just, you just, you love everything golf. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, okay, I do too, but you love everything golf and whatever it is, you're just going to watch it no matter what. The difference is, is when you can bring in sports fans, I, I, I don't think this, bring, I don't think something like this, the tailor made driving relief. And, I, and they weren't necessarily trying to. They're trying to sell drivers is what they're trying to do. So they get the tailor-made driving relief, and they're trying to sell drivers because that's what tailor-made does. And, you know, get, getting golf going, well, this is a bone for NBC. Yeah, we'll throw you a bone because you signed your big, you know, the big big contract with us. We don't want TNT, who's not even a sponsor of ours or, a, a, you know, a, a partner of ours to, to jump you guys on this thing. And they're using Tiger and Phil and, you know, here, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys go first and we'll let you do this. Okay, but, you know, that, that's, that, that's all, all fine and good. And, but the, th- the thing is, 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 is that it just it, 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 it looks like it's just, a, to me, to me it, it, it's just a kind of a put-together kind of thing. And, you know, I, I don't know. It just doesn't, uh, it, it, it didn't do it for me. But but the, the the for the core guy the guy that loves golf who watch anything he'll watch it you're not bringing in the other audience and you're for sure not bringing in an NFL audience I can tell you see that's the thing that's different about Tiger you know I mean nobody else does it there's two there's really two guys in golf it's it's it's, it's really Tiger and Phil and Phil is so far behind Tiger and now he's toward the back you know he's he's on the back end of his career and Tiger is too but the, but you know he's still going he won the Masters last year but Phil's on the back end of his career. But of those two, those are the two guys that that really have some, you know, pull. Some some somebody will watch them. I mean, they'll do something. And Phil does a lot of great stuff on social media, and he'll get out there and he'll promote it, and so on and so forth. So those are your two guys. But Tiger transcends golf. I mean, he'll get people from every different sport. You know, I mean, it's just sports fans will watch Tiger Woods. Sports fans don't watch, don't, don't watch, uh, you know, sports fans don't watch Ricky Fowler, Tim. I mean, they, they don't, they don't watch Ricky Fowler. They don't watch Matthew Wolf. They don't watch Dustin Johnson. They don't watch Rory McIlroy. Mm. Golf fans do. Hardcore golf fans do. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the difference. I mean, that's why, you know, Tiger's just on a different stratosphere than everybody else. Yeah. Did you see the Matthew Wolf drives though? That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I was so distracted by his amazing, fluent, smooth swing. <laughs> you tried to emulate that next time you go to Shadowbrook? <laughs> Where did he think he learned that from? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably always done it. it I mean, he's 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 talented guy. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. No, yeah, talented guy. All right, we'll go. We'll we'll, we'll talk about this some more as, as the week goes on. I'm sure, but uh, it was it was good stuff. Uh, did you have a good weekend? By the way, in Minnesota. 
Yes, I did. I had a two hour and 18 minute conversation on the phone with a girl, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this the astronaut? No, it's not. It's not the astronaut. Okay. Wow. What happened to the astronaut? Is she out already? No, she's not out. She's lying in the weeds a little bit. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. We'll get into a, it. We'll get into it. You got a couple of fishes on the line, huh? <laughs> Come on, you got a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, lines in the water. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, well, maybe. Okay. Let's, let's right. just say I might be a ball striker pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, all right, all right. That's good stuff. All right. Remember, my new book's out: How to Play Better Golf Today: Lessons of a Lifetime. So check that out. You can go to HaneyUniversity.com and get that. Follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Follow Minnesota Tim at Tim Parachka. Email your questions to hankhaneygolf at outlook.com and hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app so our podcast will show up for you every single day. Uh, Thanks for listening. I hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe and stay healthy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.